Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me co-founder and CEO of Dub, Ruben Dua. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Awesome. And we're going to talk about how to leverage video to grow your sales by 300%. Uh, and I, I, I've seen like all sorts of stats online, like, you know, the history of television is uploaded to YouTube every hour or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, the amount of videos, right? It's just mind boggling. <laughs> Um, yeah. to think, to, when you think about it, right? The entire history of television. So tell, tell me about, uh, a little bit about why you think video is the way to go to, to get sales going as opposed to like cold emails or cold calls or social media or whatnot. Like what's so special about video? Well, let's, let's unpack the biggest problem, the elephant in the room, which is trust. Okay. How, when was the last time we responded to a cold SMS message or picked up the phone from a cold caller? Uh, a dial and just said, Hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you. What are you selling? When was the last time we responded to a super cold email and said, Hey, thank you so much for this offer. I never receive offers like this. <laughs> you know, I'd love to talk. Here's, here's my calendar. Here's my cell phone and my credit card while we're at it. Right. Those, those, those LinkedIn messages, you know, when was the last time you oh, saw man, never. A, a LinkedIn message <laughs> where you were like, wow, I'm so happy to hear from you. This is amazing. Let's talk. I never get messages like this. Why are we ignoring all these messages, right? Why is it just noise to us now? The noise to signal ratio is the problem that we all need to solve. And the root issue, the virus is trust. We don't trust strangers, right? In the olden days, stranger, we were taught stranger danger. Okay. Right. And then we, then there was an era where we said, you know what? Let's go explore and let's go talk to people and let's go network and let's go learn and. You know, buy timeshares and just go travel and let salespeople in our homes and give them choc- chocolate chip cookies. Hop in, somebody, era, hop in somebody's car, right? Ubers. Yeah, you know, let's <laughs> let's 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 jump in uh let's jump in an Uber with a stranger. You know, it it opened up. The world opened up to us, right? But now we're back at the place where you know we have our guards back up. Now we've we've realized that with technology we can trust certain things. We can get into an Uber. We can have someone deliver food to us. Mm-hmm. As long as the sticker is on top of the bag and we know no one tampered right. with it. But at the same time, when it comes to sales, which is I think why we're in this room right now, are we trusting the salespeople? And as salespeople, are we being trusted? Okay. Mm-hmm. The answer is a big fat resounding no. And that's okay. That is the opportunity. The fact that we as sales professionals, we as communicators, we as leaders, we as people that want to have influence and make an impact on people the second that we realize that people won't trust us before they know us it actually liberates us it removes this victim mentality it removes this the leads are crappy you know that person was a jerk that person must be having a bad day you know blaming other people it liberates us to to take self accountability and to open up our minds and our hearts and our souls to realize this simple fact we need to solve the trust problem so how to you, answer your question, how do you, how do, you do that? <laughs> here's the answer. The answer is video. Okay. And the reason why video is the best absolute medium to be able to do this is because when someone's of us, they build a parasocial relationship to us for anyone that's watching where you feel like, you know, you know me, maybe you see me on another podcast. Maybe you've never seen me before. The point is, is that same interaction that we get when we meet someone at a Starbucks or when we meet someone out in the wild. And we actually build that trust factor where we can make eye contact is the same thing that happens in an asynchronous video. So my final statement is if you want to solve the trust problem and if you're in sales, 
send video messages to your prospects because they will know you, they will like you, and they will trust you. And the chance of them doing work with you is dramatically higher. 300% might be an understatement, in fact. So I would... Doing, uh... if- So I would cut in and say, you know, I know a lot of people who own businesses who they may be a bit on the shy side, right? And, and they're not really kind of that front facing person where they're more, they're more technical or they're more detail oriented. Maybe they sell, maybe they're really good at sewing the shirts, but they're not good at selling the shirts. Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people who don't really feel comfortable shooting a video because it's just not who they are? I I I face this before with people. So that's why I'm asking. Well, I am so qualified to answer this question because I used to be one of those types of people. I used to be camera shy. I used to be terrified of being on video. I used to be terrified, mortified to go on a stage. I suffered from all those problems. And I realized that the problem was not, was not anything external. It was all in my mind. It was insecurities. It was trauma. It was things that I had heard. You, you stutter too much. You, move your hands too much. You don't make good eye contact. You pace around the room and you have this nervous energy. You crack your knuckles. There's something about you that I don't like when you're on a stage or on a video. I used to hear those things. And I realized that the reason why I was doing those things, which which were legitimate, was because I wasn't practicing. I would wait until I had an opportunity to get on a stage, which was basically never because I never wanted it. And when I finally did do it, I'd be mortified. And I would be anxious and I'd be nervous and I would stutter and crack my knuckles and pace around the room like a, like an idiot, right? When I started to practice and when I started to realize that nobody is comfortable being on video, you mentioned that we can upload all of the, the videos of TV within, what was it, an hour or it's a day? I think every hour on YouTube is every being, hour. they're uploading like, yeah, it's insane. Guess what? Video didn't start, video started a little over a hundred years ago. Right. Okay. Human beings have been around for a hundred thousand years. Right. Maybe, maybe more arguably. Maybe more. Right. Yeah. And what's interesting about this is that no person is born with this idea of being comfortable on video. It does not exist. There is no DNA. There is no right. DNA strand for that. It does not exist. The people that are comfortable on video, like I am finally, are the people that actually got in touch with their trauma, heard the voices in their head, realized that they were all bogus, okay, and realized that they they need to practice. They need to just put in the reps, be on video podcasts like yours, you know, be on YouTube videos, get on stages, like find opportunities, find platforms so that you can finally get over that hurdle, build the confidence, and then just through repetition, have it just be second nature that they call it the wu-wei state. Wu-wei state means the act of non-doing or in inactive action, which means when some, when someone asked me to be on video, I don't care too much. I like my hair is look a little funny right now. I just noticed <laughs> that I, I, I just don't care. It doesn't matter because as long as my message is there and I'm helping people and I'm on my purpose, I don't really care what I look like or I sound like, because all I care about is helping other people, frankly. So, yeah. I mean, and I noticed another thing. I mean, I, I run a startup that's hundred percent video based and, and I, I'm, facing this challenge of getting people to be comfortable in front of a camera. It's kind yeah. of our whole, our, our whole, our whole entire purpose. Yeah. And when you look at like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and a lot of other video oriented sites, you'll notice it's a very, very small percentage of creators. People is maybe 1% or 2% of people on these platforms. You hear they have, you know, 5 billion users, right? Mm. But how many of those are posting videos? It might be like 50 million. And the other, you know, 4.5 billion are, are just viewers, people that yeah. are just 
consuming the content. So there is a huge disconnect between that. And, and maybe that's another reason why people don't realize how difficult it is to get people in front of video. But moving past that challenge, yeah. once, once you overcome your fear, right? Um, what is like, what are like the top three strategies to sell your product or your service using video? Okay, great. Um, by the way, that was a really good point. I wanted to just reference that real quick. If you think about the social networks, any of them that are video driven, which is TikTok, Instagram, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, um, Twitter, a little bit. What's that? Snapchat does a lot of yeah, video Snapchat, ads. all of those ones. It's about a it's about a one to one percent creation yeah. rate and the rest is consumption rate. So one yeah. percent of the people are actually creating the content it's and ninety nine percent of them are on the sidelines watching. Yeah, it's insane. Okay? Just give or take. And if you think about that for a second, the reason why when you log into TikTok and there are so many templates and so many filters and so many ways to reshare a video and to green screen a video and to just repurpose something is because they're trying to get all of us to be creators, to be video mm -hmm. creators, because they need more content. Correct. If these platforms don't have more content, frankly, they're not going to have the, enough content to be able to put advertisements up, which means they don't make money, which means they go out of business. Right. So they are heavily dependent on us. So just think about it. If you're in the, if you're in the 99% club of not creating videos, you're not alone. It's, it's okay. It's just, just jump to the other side through repetition. So I just wanted to give that a public service announcement. But to answer your question about the most effective methods to communicate with video for sales specifically, here's what I've learned. And this comes from probably 10 years of indirect experience and five years of direct experience being the CEO of a software platform that enables salespeople to communicate with video. That's dub.com. Awesome. And here are my best tips. Number one is that the thing that we need to focus on the most is how can we produce and provide value to our ideal client profile so that they can solve the problems that they're trying to solve. And most importantly, to do it in a visual method. If we just tell people that we have a solution or if we explain the solution to them, the, the speed at which that that's happening is a micro fraction of what would happen if we were visual in our nature. In fact, you can Google this statistic. It's, 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 it's widely referenced that our minds process visual information 60,000 times faster than text. That's six zero comma zero zero zero. Okay. If you think about that, it makes total sense. If I'm reading text like an instruction manual, it's not going to make sense. I might have to read that a hundred times to actually get it. But if I'm watching a video or if I have diagrams like those great ones that Lego makes where I watch my nine-year-old kid make Legos so fast, the visuals is what makes sense. So if we now enable that's a very that's a very compelling statistic. It's a very compelling statistic, and I, I encourage people to source that because I've seen it in multiple places. Um, <clears throat> there was a there was a study done actually by a neurological institute that did this, and it's very interesting. The, the question, so, I, the question, I, I know before you continue, I mean, I really want to kind of harp on this because this is a big challenge. Yes. I hear this all the time. Yes. How do you get those ninety nine percenters to convert to the one percent? And that was my number two, which is that when we think of video, we think of a face being in front of a webcam. That's right. what we think of most of the time. Okay. That's not actually what video has to be anymore. Okay. That's just a fraction of what video is. When I said visual communication, I didn't actually mean looking at my face because how visual is this? It's just, I'm just a talking avatar. There's one, right. two zeros that are moving my <laughs> lips, my eyes are moving my hands. It's not very valuable, right? You can, you can trust me. You can look into my eyes and see that I'm a real person and that right. this is a real situation. Right. However, I'm not actually educating you in a visual way. 
Right. So this is why we build the we built the Dub Desktop app, the Dub Chrome extension, and the Dub website, which actually all of which actually allow you to record videos of your screen. Okay. If you're on your phone, you can record videos from your screen, or you can flip your camera and show what you're seeing on the outside. So now all of a sudden, if we record our screen, anything that we're looking at that provides value, that gets people to trust us, that conveys to them that we can help solve their problems, all of a sudden they can connect the dots and say, that is the solution that I'm looking for. So let's think about this for a second. There's diagrams, there's before and after pictures, there's blueprints, there's um, testimonials, there's reviews, there's dashboards, there's data, there's case studies, there's statistics. Tons like of stuff. The, the sky is the limit in terms of what we can capture visually to educate people, provide value, and then build that trust. Great platform. Hopefully you guys try it. DUBB.com. Thanks, Ruben. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.